everybody. Welcome in. Fresh takes. Russo and Felice. I am, of course, Paul Russo across from me, as always. The man, the myth, legend himself, true warrior against the uh, the allergy season, much much like pretty much everybody at this point. Nick Felice. Nick, how you doing? I know I know you're feeling, you know, you're hundred you're 100%, but just not like 100%. <laughs> you sneeze once and this kid questions you. Uh, yeah, I'm battling through the allergies right now. Um, it's a difficult, you know, process, but we're battling through the worst is the eyes I was telling Paul before the show. I I'm all right with the nose, all right with the mouth. And eh, the mouth does suck though. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the eyes, I just can't stand it because, yeah. you know, I wear contacts and, you know, you go through a lot of pairs during the summer. Yeah, I got – I'm lucky, I guess, in that regard. I'm, you know, don't need contacts or glasses right now. But, um, yeah, you 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 guys struggle even more with that. I, I, I do not envy. Yeah, hard to believe. People forget, you know, I've been wearing glasses since third grade and I've been wearing contacts since ninth grade, so – been, uh, and I've probably since ninth grade, I've probably only worn glasses probably a, ha- a couple handfuls of times. I was about to say, every, every time it's usually because you either like run out of fluid or something like that or sack. Uh, contacts, yeah. yeah. I just, it's, it's very rare that I've seen you with glasses since you've, since you've made the conversion. Yeah, order. since I've made the conversion, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes I even forget. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, how are you, Paul? How, how, I got to ask you, how was the announcing of the, was this the first ever baseball game on FL1? First high school baseball High school. Game. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty good. Um, yeah, Wayne, Wayne and Minders up in Ontario Center. Appreciate, obviously, everybody up at, up at Wayne, the athletic department. I know uh, Tony, the AD, does a really fantastic job with us and, and helping us out. And, um, you know, shout out to, to their new relatively new baseball varsity head coach up there, Scott Briggs. He was a big help game day wise up there and I appreciate his help. And, you know, obviously the minder staff as well. They knew that we were coming up. So appreciate their help as well uh, for their stuff. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Wayne won seven to two. Yep. Yep. They won seven to two, but uh, yeah, being a baseball guy and, you know, I look, I love every, love every sport really, you know, for, for the most part. And, um, I love broadcasting, but uh, it was your favorite, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, being a baseball guy, that was that was a it was a nice. Uh, <laughs> so selfishly, it was a nice, funner experience, I suppose. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. And then you, I know you saw Minders, oddly enough, uh, the day before. That, the day before, yeah. So you saw the Grand Slam. Apparently. Yeah, 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 over the fence. Yeah. You know, is the record still seven home runs? All right. Is it Eric? Is it Eric Urquhart? I can't remember. I would need. To, I, I would need. I would need to check back on that. He but. had the record for seven home runs in his career. I remember that. So, don't know if that record still stands, but uh, presumably, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it was a good the, game. You know, I think the only person there when we played that had a home run technically was was Matt <laughs> with that inside the park. Yes. yes. If we had a fence, I think I would have had one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine I. Anybody else really having any hits? Seven of them. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's jump on in, Nick. Um, we got uh, NBA playoffs, conference finals. We got Mass Singer in their finale tomorrow night, and then quickly as it's as it started, even though late, we're already a quarter of the way through the MLB season. Yeah, so, and all of a sudden yeah. the PGA Championships this week too. I just realized next, that. next year you know where it is, right? Yes, it's back in uh, Oak Hill. Yep. 
I'm looking forward to that. Is it every 10 years it must be? Because I went there in 2013, and I see the sign right there behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the flag, yeah. Uh, 2013, so maybe it's every 10 years. Um, Jason Duffner going to defend his title? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it works like that, but uh, it, he was, I guess he is the Hulk, Oak Hill PGA defending it's true. champ. So. It's true. Uh, but, yeah, looking forward to that. All right. Uh, how about them Rangers? <laughs> that was exciting coming back from Pittsburgh down 3-1 mm-hmm. so a lot, lot going on so let's jump right on in the NBA playoffs uh, conference finals start today with the Eastern Conference uh, Heat and Celtics and then Warriors and Mavs in the West um, a lot of interesting storylines throughout what was the obviously conference semis overall quarterfinals um, the Heat Pretty much cruised by the Sixers. Um, had a couple bumps in the road in a couple games, but nothing to make you really worry about. There's not too much in my mind to kind of exactly grab from that series. I don't know, last week when it was Out, 2-2, you were a little nervous. Outside, outside of, yeah, outside of maybe um, if we want to really dive into the the schematics of, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler and they picked me over, they picked Tobias Harris. Uh but that doesn't really translate to the actual stuff on the court for, for the Celtics. Um, the Celtics on the other hand, obviously they went the distance with the Bucks. Um, that was a fun series. Um, certainly as a Heat fan, I wanted the Bucks. I think the Celtics present a spacing nightmare overall, um, at least with the Bucks. Uh, obviously, Milton would have been out still. Um, at that point, you could kind of Jordan Rolls Giannis in a way. And just focus on versus putting everybody to stop him and force the other guys to do their job, or or just Giannis to do his thing and, and for, just guard everybody else. Um, yeah, I, I was really pulling for the Bucks to, to to face the Heat as a Heat fan, but um, we'll get the Celtics and the two best teams of the East all year face off against each other in the East, and then out West, um, you know the Warriors. They ended up handling the, the, the Grizzlies pretty easily um, when push came to shove. Ja went out. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Ja going down pretty much cemented what was going to be with that. Um, and then the Mav, the Mavericks, um, unfortunately, uh, I think for how good as they had ended up playing the final couple games of that series, it's getting overshadowed. And it may be justifiably so um, in the – macro of the NBA history logs about the Suns losing and again the Chris Paul conundrum and we'll touch on that a little bit um you know what were your thoughts I guess really over the past week and a half two weeks with these quarterfinal matchups and then uh, the Mavericks what we got one, to now the Mavericks one is a shock that that one I still can't believe that they 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 beat the Suns but maybe we got to put the Suns in that category of the Jazz of you know, maybe Memphis, Portland, when they're good. Uh, put them in that category. They're like, they can put put a, together a great regular season, but I don't think they're playoff championship material team. I mean, it's not surprising that it's another playoffs and CP3, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook are not winning championships. There's no surprise there. It's another year, and they're not going to win a championship. Um, you would throw Carmel in there, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, Heat Celtics. When I first think of that, Paul, I think of 
by Musakita. Oh, that's right. <laughs> people are wondering, who is that? Well, no, not I, people know who that is if they, if they know. <laughs> well, he's a Syracuse basketball great. And I think the last time. Great. Great, yeah. He's a great. Paul, he took a picture with us. He's a great, all right? All right. Fair enough. No. Who's better, him or C.J. Fair? When C.J. Fair took that picture with you, he did not seem as excited <laughs> as Kamai Musakita did. <laughs> True. Inside jokes here. Inside jokes. But uh, I mean, not really. My Instagram is public. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the last time I think the Heat and Celtics met in the playoffs, might be the playoffs, but it's definitely the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Was that, what was it, Game 7? Was it a Game 7 that night? Yeah. I remember you had your heat shirt on. We were watching the Kings of South Beach. Yeah, we were watching the game seven. They beat the Celtics. In the den. In the den on the old TV. Yep. And um, then we met Biden and Sakita, who just happened to be in Sacramento Falls that night. Yeah. Met him out, and uh, we followed him. And I think that was the Mavericks year, too, wasn't it? Was that 2000? No, that was 2012. That was the 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 short year where we played the Thunder. Thunder. Okay. Anyway, I say we because, of course, I play for the Heat. I always say we too, but um, so that was the last time those two met in a big time game like this. So obviously, I don't think anybody from those teams is on the team still. Well, maybe Haslam. Haslam is, <laughs> yes, can confirm. Uh, but so and Eric Spolstra. I will say I will be rooting for the Heat because I hate the Celtics with a passion. Um, You're going to root for the Heat? I am not rooting for the Celtics. You will never see me root for the Celtics uh, as a Knicks fan. That just, that just will never happen. So, And I think Jason Tatum sucks. He blows. But Hey, yo. <laughs> Warriors, I got to think they're the favorites right now. Sorry to say this, Paul. I got, wow. Championship DNA is just. And you're saying the Heat don't have a championship I mean, DNA? They made, they made the finals in a bubble. The third most, <laughs> the third most successful team post their, here's post their post their inaugural season in 1988. Here's what I'll say about the Heat: they got the best coach by far. Eric Spoelstra is the best out of all of them. Jason Kidd's surprising a little bit, and then Steve Kerr. He's had these great players, and then I can't can't remember the Celtics guy. That guy on the screen, Udo. <laughs> I always think it's still Brad Stevens, because it might be still, but uh, <laughs> it's not. Um, so I'm thinking the Warriors are the favorite rooting for the heat Celtics can, can, they suck. And the Mavericks might surprise me again, even though I would like to see the Mavericks win just to have Frank Nielakina be an NBA champion. That would be like the greatest <laughs> thing in my entire life. Uh, and Theo Pinson and Reggie Bullock and Tim Hardaway Jr., and Trey Burke, all Nick, champions. Nick South. <laughs> Maybe KP might get a ring because he was part of the team this year. For the majority of the year, that's true. Uh, so, man. And Jason Kidd. <laughs> man, they deserve it, man. Those are all great players to win a championship mm-hmm. like that. It would be sick, but I don't see it happening. I, I, I think the Warriors are going to win this series. And, uh, but definitely the Mavericks, I would say, Paul, the Raptors – just wrap this up, I would say. All right. The Mavericks are the biggest shock so, of these four. So before I do my predictions, let's let's do because I really do want to do this because I've always thought. Don't get me wrong, Chris Paul is a, a great player, 
I've never thought he was this point god people think he is. But, look, I, I'll, I'll get on my Pat Bev type stuff right now. Like, <laughs> we have another conference before conference final exit by, by CP3. Um, like, at this point, and I, I hate playing the ring game with people because, like, I, I mean, it's always easier in my mind to go the football route. I mean, look at Dan Marino stuff like that. Like it took Elway literally until his last two years to win a ring. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously like baseball too, like Ken Griffey Jr. Never won a world series. We all recognize him as being an all time great stuff like that. Right. But at the end of the day, right. I mean, Griffey still made like he had a run in the playoffs with the Mariners. Um, The allergies have moved on to a new host. Yeah, yeah. apologize for that. Hopefully I got muted in time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway. You're talking about Griffey. Right. I mean, Griffey had a run in the playoffs. You can kind of make a case that he might be CP3-esque in that nature. He only really had one run. Um, But, I mean, we can't – to me, you can't have – the discussion of CP3 being a point god if he if he just has never produced or, or done it when it counts. You know, I forgot who exactly said it a couple of years ago. It might have been, I don't know if it was Simmons or, or whoever. And this is a good point. CP3 is a safe pick at point guard when you think about it, right? He's not going to, he's not going to lose you games, but this is also where it kind of, comes push comes a shove right where he's not going to probably win you games either in that sense um look I love bashing Westbrook but you have to give Westbrook credit in this regard like he's more than willing to take a chance and at the end of the day I think I'd rather have that than CB3 who who doesn't take the chance um there's other stuff too about CP3 that I I don't necessarily jive with. I never really kind of have, um, and you know now it's kind of rubbing off. I, I I do think it's rubbed off a little bit. I guess say like Devin Booker, where you know you look at that game seven two and he was pretty non-existent. Um, it, it's weird. It's almost like the Suns' window is closed before it was even really opened in a sense. Um. Cliff I mean, Paul's cooler. Well, <laughs> right. But you have the stuff with Aiton now that's come out where they've <laughs> – look, you can say what you want and say what you think about him. Like, I clearly to me, I think they've they've messed around with him and he's not happy with it, and justifiably so. I think that was your MVP pick this year. It was. Yeah, I, I expected a lot of him, and he did not – mind you, he didn't have a great year, but he still had a really good year especially in a contract year for him technically where he's a restricted free agent coming off his rookie deal. Um, it, trust me, there's going to be teams lining up to the door for him, right? Obviously, he's not as great as a big guy shooter as, say, Embiid or Jokic. I think those guys are just on a point all their own. But he can step out and hit him from the free throw line area if you needed him to. He's obviously good enough down low in the post, and he's a sneakily good defender. Uh, he's. I think people kind of forget how good at defense he is. No bam. No, well he's no. Well he's no bam, right? But at the same token, if I'm gonna use the Knicks as the example here, right? If you're a Knicks fan and 
DeAndre Ayton says, yeah, I'd love to sign this four-year contract with you guys as a restricted free agent, are you going to say no? No. Exactly, right? That That's what I'm getting at with, with Ayton, right? He's He's a good enough player that for the 30 out of 30 teams, not one single fan, if he were to sign with the team, is going to say, like, hell no, that's a bad deal, right? It's a great deal. Aiton's a very good player, a great player in this current construct of the NBA. Um, so I, I, think, I think a lot of the part of this is probably a different discussion area. Uh, but, it, it, like I said, it's, it's strange to me how the Suns window – uh, it's closed before it pretty much was opened, and now we have the CP3 legacy talk again, and I think it's a justifiable one at this point. I don't know if you have any thoughts on CP3. I know you uh, you, uh, you kind of tread down the same path as me a little bit with him. So <laughs> Yeah, I think he's I think he's underrated for what he is. Oh. But, um, uh, but, I mean, he's a playoff loser. I just mentioned earlier him. When you think of him, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, first thing that comes to my mind is playoff losers because mm-hmm. they lose in the playoffs every single year. They're good enough players to get mm-hmm. these their teams into the playoffs, but they lose every single time. Right. Um, so it's just like – so I know who CP3 is, and um, he's not a championship player. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, you're thinking, well, he's never had the great teams like LeBron. He had a good team this year. Didn't win it. Didn't even make the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even beat Dallas. It's not good. Right. It's not good. All right, let's uh, – I know you offered your predictions. you want to get any more in-depth on them? Or? Uh, I got Heat mm. in six. Oh, okay. And I got Warriors in five. All right. And I got – oh, we're going to – Well, we aren't going to do that one yet. <laughs> we're still two weeks away from that one probably. <laughs> Um, um, but I want to make myself look smart, so I'm going to go okay. <laughs> Warriors. Wow, over the Heat in six. At old takes, I don't think exposed. we got another game seven. At old takes exposed. I'm going to go. I'm going Heat in six as well. I, I do think that's fair. Although to be fair, game six would be in Boston, so that would be that would be an interesting one there. Um, we won well, game so, six in Boston. You guys can win game well, six. In that's Boston. what I was going to say. There's nothing I would love more than to win and and pretty much party on that leprechaun at midcourt. So, you, you got part you, of me. You got Juju on the team though. Juju? No, no. <laughs> so here's the thing with this Warriors Mav series. I do have a futures bet on the Warriors that I made back in February. Ooh. The Mavs are have played extremely. They they do have a ton of momentum, but I don't think they clearly aren't the best team, right? Out of these two, I mean, let let's be fair. It's it's Luca, and it's pretty much New York Knicks South. Like you literally said it, Nick. Like a lot of those role players have come from the Knicks over the course of the past two and a half seasons. Yes. Um, I mean, outside of I guess Spencer Dinwiddie, so it'd be I guess maybe New York City South. <laughs> Um, but, um, that Berton's an underrated player though. Yeah. He's sneaky good. I mean, he, he was the one a couple years ago that was just lighting it up from three Yeah, and just, he, or the start of this year, he just did not get going good and pretty much got benched. He's got a lot of hustlers on it. Yeah. They play good um, defense. That being said, I, I think Warriors in six as well here. Dallas is going to pip a couple games from him. Uh, but I, I just think push comes to shove. Yeah. Warriors. Although it would be, although it would be interesting, selfishly as a Heat fan, I'd love to get the Mavericks again. 
because yeah. that fan base is so insufferable True. when they get going sometimes. Make yourself look good. Sure. Make, make a finals prediction right now. Heat Warriors, Heat and Seven. Ooh. I would, oh my I can't gosh. say I didn't see that coming, but. Uh. Well, surprise. <laughs> I'll sacrifice, I don't know if I want to, yeah, I'll sacrifice my. Do you hear that car horn? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd sacrifice my futures bet for the fandom, I think, so. Either way. All right, let's move on uh, to another championship, if you will, the mass Singer finale night, to, or well, tomorrow night. I, tomorrow I, night. I, I, I got excited. Oh, 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 so, oh, 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 go. The spoiler delay? No, I don't think so. Not at this point. The The last episode was two weeks ago. I haven't seen the sing-along. You haven't seen the second episode? sing-along episode. From last I don't week. care. I, neither did I. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, your mass Singer uh, finalists, all from... Group A. Team Good. Team Good. Firefly, Ringmaster, and Prince. Um, it's been a while since we've seen Firefly, and it's been a, a decently long time since we've seen Ringmaster. Prince was part of the last group that went in Group C. Um, what I want to start here with, with the thoughts on the season portion of it, because this was... Um, I talked at the start about how they needed to switch things up, and they kind of did. They went different routes, I guess, for, like, the personalities and stuff like that, right? Um, I know, like, for instance, Duff Goldman, I think he's one of, like, or the second cook slash baker that they've had on the show, right? I mean, Joe, Joe Buck is about as big a name as you can get in the sports world, and they had him on, but normally they're used to having, right, the athletes or ex-athletes on, Um Here's the one thing I didn't want to ask you. Didn't they have Penn and Teller on before? Or at least Penn? I think they've guessed him. Okay. I don't think they've been on. Either way. And then, obviously, you have the, the newsworthy ones of, obviously, Rudy Giuliani and, and Kirstie Alley. And people are, of course, like saying Fox. Well, yeah, of course. But, um, And then, obviously, the last last you know episode of actual season, right, you had – Two of two about as two big of music names that they that they have had on the show so far with In Vogue and, and Shaggy, so I don't know what to make. I guess of, did you of see the Shaggy season. one coming? I mean, I figured it had to be him or one other musician of that you know reggae style Bahamian background. Um, I, I kind of chuckled at the Sean Paul one. Sean Paul when he sings doesn't very doesn't sound the way that the that the space rabbit did yeah but um yeah i figured that'd be someone very and in vogue i i i, I wouldn't say I, I saw from a while a far away admittedly i'm awful with guessing i think i've gotten one right in the now seven seasons so that's not true although i do think i do think i do have the ringmaster on lockdown i will say that the other two, I have no idea. Before we get but, into it, yeah, I know. I, I, I guess for me, I just to wrap up my thoughts on the season. Thoughts, but okay. I want to say, sure. I hate this format this season. Okay. Yeah, well, I wasn't a fan of it. I just, I don't like that we mm-hmm. haven't seen. Who's the group? The first group winner, Firefly. Butterfly. I want to say Butterfly, but yeah, but we haven't seen Firefly in like two months. <laughs> yeah, it's been two months since we've seen her, and and I like the idea of because this is it, right? This is the last episode. Yep. And I like the idea where the winner sings about six, seven songs. At the end of the day, it's going to be, what, four or five at the most, depending on how they sing. Pretty much, yeah. And it's like, I think you need to earn yourself a little bit better here to win it. But uh might be because of, you know, scheduling. But 
you know, I just didn't like the format. The fact that there's three group uh, team goods in the, the championship, mm-hmm. kind of strange. Um, but that, that was my thing with it, because I'm with you. I figure if you're going to do... At least it shows that the, the voting's not rigged. Right. I, I was going to say that if you're going to do the, the, the group thing, though, you should have one representing good, one representing bad, one representing Cudley in this case. Yeah, they should have been going at each other, not right. being teammates. Yeah, it's, right. I didn't understand the whole teammate thing. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't care for the format, mostly because they didn't sing that much this year. Right. One, we haven't seen Firefly in two months, like you said. But she's only sang three times this year, and this is she's in the championship just like well, technically that. four because she was the only one of the finalists at risk at any point. Oh, true, true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, I didn't care for the format, but end of the day, it's finale night, and uh, hopefully we get a big name here coming out at the end here. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. I, I get it. For me, it goes back to. Kind of like what I was saying at the start of the season. Like, I don't know where they pretty much go from here at this point. I still think they need to shake something up. I'm kind of over – I've been over Jenny's shtick for a while now. Um, I mean, I personally, I'd, I'd probably shake up the whole the whole judges crew, even, even though they're Nick not Cannon. judges. I, I think it's a different thing with hosts. I, I like Nick Cannon as host. He does a really good job with it. If they were to keep him, I, I'd be fine with that. Um, in in that I guess in that regard too, I'm perfectly fine if they were to keep Nicole and Robin too. I think. Um, Ken. Yeah, Ken's a tough Ken's off. a tough one You're because off Ken Ken's a tough one because I think now he's just he's laying into that dummy role. It's a lot like <laughs> this one's going to be very niche, but it's a lot like what the NASCAR on Fox did with Michael Waltrip and, and Daryl Waltrip for us turning them into caricatures of themselves, and now they're just insufferable and I can't stand them. Um, well, I'll tell you right now, but, but anybody's I, fair game, but yeah. Ken's not going anywhere. Right, right. So I don't know. I, I don't know where they go from here. Let, let's, let's, let's kind of dump in here to, to who he thinks who. Like I said, the only one I have a beat on with this group is, is Ringmaster. And this, I, I'm telling you, I think my guess is probably going to be wrong, but every clue for me points to Hayden Penetier. To be completely honest with you. Is that a TikTok person? Uh, she's an actress. She was in Nashville. Also, remember the Titans back in the, way back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. She was a little girl. Yes. So, um, that's who I think it is. The Firefly, I've never had a good beat on all year. Prince, I've never had a good beat on either. It's Enrique but Iglesias. You really think Prince is Enrique? Yes, I do. I, uh... Not huge with the whole clues and stuff, so I can't really put them all together there. But I think the, I go off the voice, and I think that is Enrique Iglesias, Paul. Why not Ricky Martin? Uh, I just I hear Enrique with the voice, so I'm going with him, and uh, that is my final guess, and it's my first impression guess. So wow. Yeah, big time. But uh, <laughs> who, who, if you said who you think the ringmaster is? I, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, I have no idea. I hope it's someone big, though. Um, I, can't, I can't even think of someone who to guess. I'm hoping yeah. someone big. Um, do you think people are thinking country, though? 
You thinking country? Getting any country vibes from the ringmaster? Yeah, that's why I said Hayden Panettiere. Because she started in Nashville as a show about a country musician, and she does. See, I have, don't know who this. Girl. I think she does have some country. I'll, I, I, you talk. I'll, I'll do some searching. I, you keep saying the name, but I just don't know who that is. So, uh, I'll, I'll go. Kelsey Ballerini is my guess for the ringmaster, <laughs> and uh, I think it's definitely a country singer, and I think she's the favorite to win as well. I think it's. I think it's gonna be her. And the frog, Prince, in the finals. Firefly, I don't even know why she's even there. Personally, I didn't think she was the best out of Group A. I thought, whatchamacallit? Was it, is it whatchamacallit? Whatever the, the Eagles lineman guy was, the costume there. Oh, uh, Mulatto. Yeah, whatever his costume was. It was like, it's not whatchamacallit, is it? He was a thing, whatchamajig, thingamabob. Thingamabob. I personally thought he should have won Group A. And uh, then Firefly had the whole thing where she was kind of like upset that she was in the bottom two that second episode. Right. So we'll see where emotions lie in this finale. But, yeah, Hayden Panettiere, you say. She's yeah. She's a little girl from... Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of this Nashville show? Of the what? This Nashville show? No. <laughs> I just remember on ABC. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's the, what's the clues for her? There was a couple Nashville Joe uh, clues. Um, I don't know. I also just think the ringmaster is kind of a clue because, like, in Remember the Titans, she was kind of like the ringmaster of, like, some of the shit behind the scenes and stuff like that. So, I I I, f- I feel you um, on that one. Yeah. All right. Let's go with predictions. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to win? Because I'll I'll go I'll go only because I have the name to the face. I'm gonna go Ringmaster, <laughs> even though I think it should be Prince. I really do think it should be Prince. Any guesses on the other two? <sighs> I feel like Prince. Prince could be. Hmm. Right. I don't have Prince a... be Pitbull. <laughs> I want it to be Pitbull now. I'm gonna go Prince with Pitbull. <laughs> I have no guess on the Firefly. I Here no... do I. I. I got nothing there. So I said Enrique Iglesias for uh, for the Prince, and I'm gonna go Kelsey Ballerini for the Ringmaster. Ringmaster over Prince in the finals in the in the final two, and I'm going Firefly last. In third place. Fair enough. I'm, I'm with it, I think. It is on Fox yes. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Channel 6 here. Channel 7 in Geneva. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So check it out. All right. Let's uh, wrap up with a little bit of uh, baseball talk. MLB. And you, there we go. We're already quarter away through the season. Pretty incredible. And um, a lot of stuff happening here over the course of the past week, including... We're quarter way through? Yep. Yep. We're 40-plus games through. Wow. So, uh, let's... Um, <laughs> we'll start here because I just chuckle at the thought of it. And I know you were laughing at the thought of it, too. Um, I was and, enjoying and the thought. That's why I was getting at here. But your Pirates, Nick, uh, got no hit but won the game on Sunday. 
baseball. Now I'm hearing they're not calling a no-hitter. It's called a – I forget what somebody called it jokingly, but, yeah. Um, it's the first time in 14 years that it happened. I think it's like the 16th time overall in the history of the MLB, which dates back – Six. Six? No, it's eight. I thought 16th. I heard six. Oh, well, maybe – I don't know. Either way. Well, hey, um, Reality, get it, figure it out. Stat boy. <laughs> uh, but um, – yeah, what are your thoughts as as a team of the Pir- as a fan of the Pirates? Because this was a team that I kind of I thought was going to be doing a little bit better than they have been, even though they are kind of trending still the right direction. But you know, nonetheless, they 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 got no hit and one. <laughs> I was rooting for it. I was, oh. wa- I was watching the game the other night, uh, the other day on Sunday, mm-hmm. bottom of the eighth. Saw they had the bases loaded, still didn't have a hit. I was rooting for it. I wanted a sack fly. Got the fielder's choice. Got out of the inning. Won the game in the ninth. I thought it would have been cool to be part of history, and it's just only fitting that that would be a Reds Pirates game that, that that would happen. But yeah, I was rooting for it. Not happy the way they hit that day. Not happy the way they hit yesterday. Uh, <laughs> they didn't get a hit till the fifth inning yesterday. So uh, right now, not going well for the hitting for the Pirates. But pretty cool to win a win a game with a no hitter. Um, you know, you just you don't you. You keep saying to yourself, you're going to see something new every single day you watch baseball, and it's true. You see something different every day. Like, what we see the other day, Anthony Rendon hit a home run left-handed. Right. <laughs> and then there was a no-hitter in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just – that's what's great about baseball. You see something different almost every day. Mm-hmm. Tonight, who knows what you're going to see. Maybe two grand slams in the same inning. Who knows? Um, so, that's what I enjoy about it, and that was just – that was pretty cool to be part of that because you won the game. I mean, it takes away, you know, sure, you didn't hit well that day. You got no hit through eight innings. Um, but we won the game. So that's all that matters. That's where it comes to saying a win is a win. And that's so true mm-hmm. because a win makes everyone happy. Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you mentioned that, that no hitter by Reed Detmers was kind of cool. Obviously, you mentioned, right? Rendon hitting left-handed, hitting a home run off of Brett Phillips, who was a position player pitching at that point for the race. When I first heard it, yeah. I was like, left-handed? And then I heard Brett Phillips was pitching. I was like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, Brett Phillips is like the jokester of the entire league. Yeah. So I, I, I get any other per- person probably would have been like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But Brett Phillips probably all cool about it. But you didn't expect to give up the home run. <clears throat> no, no. Um. The New York teams are the best teams in baseball, which I don't know if everybody exactly had earmarked at the start of the year. They probably figured one or the other, but um, your new podcast, man, you've, you've, yeah. you've lit a fire under both of them. Yeah, we, 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 we have willed them to existence, but um, yeah, I know, I know you as a former Met fan way back in the day. Um, <laughs> I liked Mike Piazza. What a strange player to like. <laughs> what do you mean? He was the star. But yeah, back acne, so cool. <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because, um, both these teams have, have now had kind of ups and downs of different variety. Um, the Mets are now a little bit banged up, but they'll get that figured out. Um, you know, I, I, I'll ask you, Nick, because I know you, uh, you were a big fan of Clint Hurdles when he was with Pittsburgh and you kind of saw his influence really change the dynamic of, of that organization for the better part of a decade, in all honesty. 
Uh, I think we're seeing a little bit of that with the same with Buck Showalter. Is that a fair assessment with with the Mets? Uh, Buck Showalter. Obviously, obviously not Clint Hurdle because they're two different personalities, but in that scheme of things, I suppose. I think Buck Showalter, a good comparison, I think, is like Tom Thibodeau. Okay. Wait, uh, for Buck Showalter or Clint Hurdle? Buck Showalter. Okay. Forget about Clint Hurdle. <laughs> love Clint. I love Clint Hurdle, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like Tom Thibodeau. Great coach, mm-hmm. ready to win t- right now, and they usually do win right now. But he kind of, you know, he kind of wears out after a few years. Right now, he's good. It's he's it's just his first year, and he's going to do a good job with the Mets this year. But kind of, he kind of uh, overstays his welcome a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why he's had so many different jobs. But you know, he's a great coach. Tom Thibodeau is a great coach. Buck Showalter is a great coach. And the Mets are going to be good this year. Are they going to win it? That's a totally different story. You know, you got to be playing your best baseball at the, at the end of the year. I think, obviously, what we've seen in the first quarter of the season, the Mets are going to be playing in the end of this season in the playoffs. Will they win it? Who knows? They got to stay healthy. Um, will Jacob, Jacob DeGrom ever come back? But, yeah, he's done a hell of a job, Buck Walter, and it's expected. He, well, he took the Orioles, made them a good team, so mm-hmm. – you know, he's a great coach, and I think the Mets are going to keep it up because I think their division is down this year. I don't know what the Braves are going to do this year. Are they going to make their move? What's the deal with the young Marlins? Mm-hmm. Will the Phillies finally make the playoffs again? Probably well, not. It is strange because I did think the NL East was going to be the division of death, in all honesty. Right now it's just Mets and death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the Nationals are the Nationals. You know, Josh Bell's having a great year. Quite literally death. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, by the way, their game last night against the Marlins and how Jorge Soler cleared cleared the bases loaded? I didn't. Did he clear the bases loaded? Oh, yeah. But it wasn't pleasant for, for the Nationals. <laughs> what happened? There was, like, three overthrows, and, like, nobody covering a bag. Like, it was just a mess. I feel bad for Dave Martinez, like – he was not brought there for this. <laughs> Why did they trade Trey Turner? I don't know. That just I, makes no sense. While while also having Juan Soto that contract. Yeah. I don't know. I can't believe the Dodgers have Trey Turner. That's just <laughs> still blows my mind. They have Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, three guys that won a World Series for a team. Pretty much, arguably one of the better players on that team. If you can argue that they were the best player on that team to win that World Series. Ooh, okay. And they're all in the Dodgers now. They were a big piece to all those World Series. I'd, I'd say the best piece of that Nationals team is now a New York Met, but okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I agree with you. Who was also a Dodger at the end of last year. <laughs> <laughs> you forget about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they got division to – personally, Paul mm-hmm. – they're not coming out of first place the rest of this year. They are going to be in first place. They're going to win the division. I just right. I don't see them coming out of it. The Yankees, on the other hand, got a tough division. Yeah, I don't know. Pesky Rays, man. Those pesky yeah. Rays and the Blue Jays. And Toronto, the if their bullpen pitch. ever gets it together, is going to be frightening. Yes. Red Sox. I... No. Nah, let's just face it, Paul. We've known the Red Sox for the last two decades. This is their bad year. 
they have their bad years, and they have their World Series years, and then their very good years. This is going to be the bad year. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those years they're going to be flat out terrible. And but the next year they'll be a World Series favorite, right? Or at least a front runner. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a bad Red Sox year. The Orioles got a shot to beat them this year. Oh, wow. Okay. You you heard it from me first. Before we get out, before we get out here though, there was there was one interesting note that I wanted to ask you because I think uh, you'd provide the best take on this. Do you think that they're using both juiced and unjuiced balls depending upon national TV broadcast, like Eric Chavez said? I think it's plausible because you watch you watch certain games, the ball doesn't seem to be traveling, mm-hmm. but you watch other games like the ones on say Sunday night or the Fox Fox game of the day on Saturday, and they're 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 going. They're going. You never know <laughs> what Manfred's thinking. Because I don't trust that man. I don't, two of us. I, don't, I don't think anybody trusts that man. <laughs> um, it's interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting take. Um, I hope not. But you never know. They're trying to, they have been trying so hard since this lockout, trying to get good ratings. And when they're on the big screen... More more people might watch. Mm-hmm. They're trying to build a little bit more interest in the sport. So I wouldn't be surprised, but how can you prove it? True. How can you prove it mm-hmm. from game to game? True. All right. I appreciate that, Nick. Thank you. What's your, what's your take? What do you, what do you enjoy? I, I definitely think that there are different balls being used, 100%. What's your take on this whole first quarter? It's been a good good start to the year. We it's I think it's needed for baseball after the way the lockout was. How many minor league games you been to? I've been to two. Two. Yeah. Both Rochester? Yeah, both Rochester. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The hottest team in baseball period, the Rochester Red Wings. Really? Winners of nine straight. Not bad. Not bad for the boys up in the rock. You gotta get to a Syracuse game and get your do. dome dog. What? <laughs> they don't do dome dogs there. <laughs> All right, uh, that wraps up the show for today. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, Nick, who are you shouting out today? Yeah, I probably should shout him out last week, but I'm shouting out my college roommate, Tyler Auble. It was uh, his stag party on Saturday, mm-hmm. last Saturday. And, so uh, that's where you were. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was in Rochester at uh, Brooksley Country Club in Gates. Pretty cool. Uh, I want myself putter. Pretty nice putter. Nice. And what what type, if you don't mind me asking? I forget. Okay, fair enough. I'm sure I'll see it. At, <laughs> I'm sure I'll see it at some point this summer. Yeah, I'll show you. It's a pretty nice putter. It was twenty bucks a ticket. You get you know you get ten tickets right. for twenty bucks, and I won four things. Nice with ten tickets. I ended up giving a couple away. I felt, there was a couple guys at the table felt bad for them, so I gave away some a couple of my prizes. What else did you win, if you don't mind me asking? So first, I won this spice alcohol drink. Oh. Uh, but it comes with a tiki mug. So oh, okay. Pretty cool. And then I won the putter. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I'm... That one you can't give away. <laughs> no, I wanted the putter bad. Yeah. But, uh, and then I won a couple bottles of wine, so I gave that one away. Mm-hmm. And then I won this, like, electronic bag. It had, like, a charger and stuff in it. Oh, I got kind of disappointed letting that one go, but it was, just, it was one of the last bags. There was this kid next to, next to me, and I felt bad for him, so I gave it to him. Nice. Oh, you're a good guy, dude. Yeah, I'm a good guy. But, uh, so the wedding's next month, mm-hmm. so... Shout out, Tyler. All right. Awesome. Congrats, Tyler. I don't know who you are, but congratulations. I offer them to uh, you. Yeah, Pat knows. Pat <laughs> okay. came to college one time. Met him. 
All right, all right. If you haven't already, like, share, subscribe, all the fun stuff. Watch us live here or anytime on YouTube, on all major other platforms to listen. See you everybody next week. Fresh eggs.